Just hit start. Hello, everybody. Hey. Hello. Welcome to Fresher and Parlance, episode number 22. Two. We're doing it in a live a together broadcast. Yeah, this is the first of its kind. What do you think? It is. It's, it's fun. I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. I know. I don't know if I'm going to look over here or look over there. Yeah, so uh, we don't know if the audio is good. So if you are watching live... And also, if you have any questions or want to add to the show, tweet us at Freshenpar on Twitter. I mean, it's tweeting, so of course it's Twitter. Yeah, it's very... I keep looking down at it, which is not where I should be looking, so I feel like I am already off. And we also have Merlin here. He's right here. Yeah. Hi, Merlin. Say hi to the camera. Puppies. So, uh, how was your week, Mr. Fresher? It was uh, pretty good. Um, I feel like this should be an interview show. We need cigars. This is this is how a uh, guest appearance would be, I suppose. I mean, if we didn't do it just like remote style or whatever. Right. If this was an actual like, if yeah, it, Charlie Rose esque fresher and parlance. We just need everything black. <laughs> I want to be like, oh, it should be like the uh, coffee and cigarettes interview things at the table. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. We but, do have liquor. We do flicker, and we're in color. We're in vivid. We color. are, and and I don't have the eye patch, disappointingly. I know. It's not a Heineken, though. Sorry, Tom. I got the blueberry oatmeal stout. It's pretty good, though. And I have some Tullamore Dew single malt, which I picked up, I believe, in Ireland in the duty free. I hope it's duty free because it's got duty. That's gross. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's more like duty. <laughs> anyway, I know. Also, um, another news related to me: my cherry trees have. Born fruit is that is it bear fruit or bear fruit? Yeah, born but fruit? but it, they did it already. Pull one out and put it up to the camera so people could see it. They're nice. They're good. They're I'm pretty surprised. good. They look sour, but they're actually very I, like, sweet. Just uh, planted those trees like less than a year ago. I feel it's weird. Like when it's you, like super fast. I thought it would take like a couple of years to get cherries. And Wenatchee, like the the cherries don't get ready until like July August. Yeah, I know. It's like I already got at least like ten here. And I think it's like I have like maybe double that, but the other ones weren't as red. I thought I'd leave them on. So I've heard that um, that cherries, because they're very difficult to grow, apparently. I didn't even do anything. I so, just put the trees on the ground. So I've heard <laughs> that uh, that cherries would be an extinct fruit species in the coming years. Well, then I'm going to have to fence off my uh, yard. You might have to put barbed wire yeah. on like a cage. Sell it for <laughs> extraordinary amounts. Well, maybe they'll die, though. That's my point. I think they're saying climate-wise. They're very fickle. Well, I think that, I don't know, I think they're going to be fine. I think you have very fertile grounds on your I on do, your I do have fertile grounds. all the dead bodies you're burying. That. that. <laughs> Speaking of fertile grounds, I was, uh, this week I've been um, doing a lot of uh, alone time because the wife is traveling uh, for work, and I've been doing some fishing. And uh, You're going tomorrow, actually, right? I am, tomorrow, 7 a.m., right? It's not even, I want to go earlier. I know. Because it gets bright out here, like, 5 a.m. I know, it's, it's, gonna, it's still bright out now, and it's already, like, 9 o'clock. I know. I can't imagine what it's like in Alaska when it's just bright out. It's, like, all the time. I know. I know. It's, like, an hour of dark. It's not even dark. It's, like, an hour of twilight. I like that our sunset lasts for, like, about an hour and a half here, though. That's always enjoyable. Like, it's not even sunset yet, I don't think. No, it's sunset, just like was at, sunset was like 9.04, so actually I think it's sunset right now. Uh, it looks just regular color out there. Well, uh, the thing is it stays We bright. just look like we're in a room. I wouldn't even know that there were windows in here if I was looking at the video. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a window directly over here, right over there. Um, so the I was speaking of fertilizers. As I said, I was fishing, and I've been doing a lot of exploration 
on the river, Skykomish River. Yeah. Skykomish is a river, uh, part of the Snohomish River system. These are all Native American names. That is correct. Who are starting their own digital currency. I know. Well, not these ones. I, I think it's the other ones. Yeah, but, but anyway. Um, Bitcoin man, we're like We're like totally like all over the place today. <laughs> but anyway, are so I was... I it's it's on a it's on the Skykomish. I'd gone there before, but I'd gone in the in kind of like the summer where the river levels are way lower. Yeah. So it's a it's a Washington Fish and Wildlife area, but you also so you park. And Do you need one of those uh, national park pass things? Discover Pass. Discover Pass. Yeah, state park. And state also. Park. Uh, what's the state? What's the national one called? I don't think there is a national one. Are you sure? Because like. I think that the national one has some sort of pass too. It's not just. Washington I think all the old people could get the uh, pass. Hmm. Maybe not, but there is. There might be a national one. Anyway, the the one that we have is Washington State is the Discover Pass. Yeah, I didn't know that was just the state. Yeah, it's for state parks. Um. So like, if you were gonna go to the Olympic Peninsula, yeah, the Discover Pass wouldn't work. You would have to pay to get it. Oh yeah, it is Washington State to Discover Pass. Yeah. So uh, I, I got my computer. <laughs> so oh, I'm a, I'm a computer. Because I knew already. That's well, true. I mean, I, I, had a, I, had a cross reference. I this, the other one is the National Forest Pass, which is a different than the National Park Pass, Northwest Forest Pass, which mm. gets you in Oregon, I think Idaho and Washington to the National Forest. So you can. In... So anyway, um, I decided to take a, a venture off into the this one area. Now, in the past, the river was low, so you could walk. On oh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be boat launch, and then you could the water's low, so there's a shoreline, and you could just walk up. This time, the water level's really high right now. Yeah. So there's no. That's there's, good for us though, because that means we like won't be super dry winter. We correct. Have Snowpack. Yeah. So the water's ripping, and I'm like, I'm not going near that water. Even, but there yeah. were some people in waders that I've seen. There were wait, waders for Yeah. Well, that's so, but I was like, whatever. I'll just go down this path to get to the where I knew I wanted to go. Which is maybe a uh, half mile, three quarters of a mile up the up up river. Yeah. So I start walking through this path, and it's scary, dude. It's scary, and the it's the path is not walk. It's not a lot of people. I don't think take the path. Yeah. So it's oh, like things are like whacking me in the face. Um, really, like branches or bugs? Both. I did swallow a um, insect on the Gross. way back. Yeah, no, I know, and I almost vomited. I, I was like, I like, like, did you like kneel over on the side? There was no side to kneel on. It was this narrow. Oh yeah. That's, that's so, okay. um, walking through, things are like whacking in my face. I'm starting to get nervous because I'm like, I'm in the middle of kind of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm just walking through the woods. I know if something were to happen. I, mean, I know, right? Like fall in the river or whatever. That's pretty scary. So I uh, just keep going. I just keep going. I just keep walking because I I know that there was a bank because I saw it the day before because I was on the other side of the river and I saw dudes fishing over there. So yeah. I was like, I know like, I'm doing that. Tomorrow. I can get over there. Yeah. So I just keep going and I keep going and I keep going. And then finally I see kind of like almost like horror movie esque, um, like a hole in in the plant, like a yeah. shrub, and I see kind of like a a like a little bit of water, like like standing water. Yeah. It's, and like it? and bank sand bank. So I was like, this must be it. This must be it. So I just like kind of I was through, yeah. I was like bat I was like battle geared. I had a long sleeve shirt on, but I also had a jacket on. Yeah. I had my hat on, the cup, you know, that yeah. hat that I have. So you can have yeah. Brimmed hat. I had full on pants and boots. I just like 
and I have my fishing rod and my fishing stuff, my fishing gear. Yeah. So I just kind of like cuddle up with it, blow through there, hop over, and then boom. You're on the ridge. I'm on, the, I'm on the, exactly where I was. But I, the, thing, the reason why I mentioned fertilizer is that right adjacent to the path yeah. is a farm. And it's I as soon oh, as I was walking, no. dude, it hit me. I was like, dude, some fisherman must, must have took a nasty <laughs> ass shit. And you're like, wait, no. A, a nasty That's ass fertilizer. shit. And then I uh, I popped out, right? So I smell like shit. I'm running through the woods. Bugs are like smacking against me. I'm freaking yeah. out. I'm freaking out. I finally get through, and there's a fisherman right there. Oh, he took a spot? No. Well, it's a long bank. Oh, so yeah. So yeah, he's like, they ain't biting today. And I was uh, like, fuck. And I'm like, dude, it smells like a fucking toilet out there. He's like, yeah, they're spraying shit. <laughs> that sounds like a fisherman uh, transaction of words. And I'm like, really? <laughs> he's like, yeah, they're spraying shit. So then when I was leaving, so I decided that I didn't want to sp- spend my entire evening there because it was so scary walking through the woods. Yeah. So I left at like 7.45. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it would suck to go back on that path in the dark. In the dark, with no one there, no one around you. Did the other guy leave before you? He did leave before. Oh, yeah, then I definitely would have left. <laughs> there were still other people on the shore, but they weren't by me. They were like maybe a, maybe a quarter mile up the river. Yeah. So there was people around. So then I left a little early, and I just went to a different spot. But as I was driving out, I saw them spraying the shit. It was yeah. literally giant sprinklers shooting brown water onto the field. Oh, it was water. I was wondering, like, how thick of, like, an opening did, like... It was, you know, those, like, trap huge, water? You know those, it's crap water. It's shit water. It literally is shit water. I asked someone about it, and they said, yeah, that's shit water. <laughs> that's crazy. And then I was thinking, but wait a minute, if it rains, that shit water just runs right into the, the river. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. Fish do it anyways, too. Right. I guess, but this was a lot of shit water. <laughs> So, also, I was so nervous, like, I had a lot of anxiety walking through the woods. I I, I got to the bank, I, I was getting myself set up, and I had to do a couple, like, you know, set up your gear. I had yeah. to pre-set it up, and I was, my right hand was, like, amped. I was so amped, I was shaking. <laughs> you were so psyched. To I was, you know, and I was scared, I think. I, I think scared, I was just, like, man. scared and anxiety and, and, and like, for the adrenaline. For the I think it was just adrenaline. It was that intense. I mean, how long were you walking on the path? It felt like forever. So, like more than 10 minutes. It was like 50 minutes. To oh, yeah, play. that's a really long path. Like, Yeah. I was. I would be worried to get back, yeah, especially if it was dark, for real. But, yeah, so I got a thing, and I was shaking. I was shaking. And I, I was trying to put the, the line through the, the, the hoop, Yeah. and I just couldn't do it. I had to, like, switch it. My left hand was fine. It was very strange. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. So Would I, you go back? I would 100% go back. It's a great spot. You think it was a good spot? It's a very good spot. Cool. Um, I probably would want to go back either with someone or, <laughs> yeah. like, when there's, way more, there's more daylight. Yeah, or... I mean, you were going, like, after work, so it's yeah. kind of later. So, but, um, anyway, I fished Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I had one bite. So fishing, didn't, didn't, the season. didn't catch any fish. you got to start somewhere. So, FYI, I'm trying somewhere. to catch a steelhead. Or a Chinook salmon, which is also known as a king salmon. So I didn't catch any of those. Well, you know, tomorrow. Tomorrow. You're catching them all tomorrow. Tomorrow. Beware, fish. I'm fishing to get you. So how, how, what else did you have going on? Uh, so there's a um, new Android came out this week, but I didn't get it on my phone yet. 4.4.3. 
supposed to fix a couple things. I wonder if I got on it. my Nexus Five. Does everyone? T-Mobile. I think Sprint got theirs. They're doing a slow rollout, but uh, yeah. Let me. I can check again, but I'm pretty sure I didn't get it. What's the What's the the changes? Uh, it's just bug fixes and battery stuff. It's like nothing super big. It's oh. not that exciting. Oh my but god! I'm excited me, for it. You got me so excited that I was gonna get some sort of new feature. There's and... no new. It changes the dialer slightly. Nope. No update yet. What's the What is it? Four point four. Four point three. Um, you know if you. I'm four point four point two. Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah. But that's cool. And then uh, I'm getting a new laptop pretty soon. But I got a really good deal, but it's gonna take like a month to get or something. But it's like half price. So. I hope it works Doing out. That. I know. It's I, what I, kind of laptop did you it's get? Kind of a shady uh situation. Like they're they don't have it in stock, but they're ordering it from the warehouse for like way cheaper than anywhere else that you can get it, so, I mean... It sounds sketchy. It does sound sketchy. You better get... But it's way cheaper, so I'm giving it a it's shot. It's like a sucker. I, did I ever tell you... So, I also golf. Yeah. And I really wanted a Scotty Cameron putter. Yeah. You know what that I is? I do not. It's actually it's a high-end putter. Yeah. Right? So, I was on eBay, just, like, scouring for months and months and months, looking to get, like, a good deal on a Scotty Cameron putter. Are they, like, the hundreds of dollars? They're, like, 300 bucks. Oh, yeah. Pretty lot for just for putter, I know, right? So I had been looking for, I don't know, a couple months, two, three months, maybe even longer. Like, but I've been wanting it for years. And finally I saw this crazy good deal from a buy it now. Yeah. The exact putter I wanted. Because oh, yeah. there's like seven different kinds eBay's of it. eBay's like almost even worse. Because like... Well, they had, a, they had ratings. That person? Yeah. And you still didn't get it? So I... Buy it now. Yeah. So the putter's normally like 300 bucks, and it was like 180 Yeah. I was like, that's a great deal. I'll just buy it. Like, I thought maybe... They I know. Could. I feel like, yeah. It's, that, it's the same thing. It's like half, and you're, you know, like, even if I don't get it or whatever, like, it's worth a shot. So I ordered the thing. A week goes by. I got an email that said shipping, printing. Really? So I was like, okay. Did, yeah. And then another week goes by, nothing. And then another week goes by... And eBay, eBay sent me a thing is like we were funding your money. Oh really? eBay refunded it. They, That's nice. I guess they got a lot of complaints or whatever from the same buyer. Yeah. And then they just refunded me my money because I bought it through PayPal and they have protection on. Yeah, that. yeah. That's like the whole PayPal. But sometimes thing. it's like it's discounted, but it's not like discounted that much because it's like, you know, if it was like twenty five bucks, I would have never even attempted it. But the fact that it was like sixty percent, it was of the like regular just price, reasonable. It was, it was like, reasonable enough to think that it was like at cost. Yeah, I know. That's why no one ever takes anything free. You have to like. You have to make it seem like worth their while or they're suspicious. So, yeah, so word of warning, don't get scammed. If, I might have got scammed. We but don't I'm know. I'm trying it. But you're, did you look through it? What are the Google reviews they on that? Are, so I found it through Google Shopping. It's like some weird site or whatever. Well, but, we, could, we should, if, they, if it comes through, we should promote it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, it was a good, it's like maybe like a $1,600 laptop, and I got it for like $700. That's uh, a good deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yoga Two Pro is what I got. Who makes the Yoga Two Pro? Lenovo. Fill them in. Why do you want Lenovo the Yoga Two? Yoga 2 Pro. What's so good about the Yoga Two Pro? It was one of the highest rated Windows Eight computers, and it has more uh, higher resolution than a Retina display, and has um, it's basically like a, it's thinner than a MacBook Air, which I think is impressive. I know, and it flips backwards, has a touch screen, backlight keyboard, but it's more powerful. And, uh, yeah, it should be cool. Plus, I'm a fan of Windows 8, even though I haven't used it very much yet. I like the 
idea. Like, as a desktop OS, I think it's, like, the only one that's reasonable at this point, because I think OS X is, like, super outdated. It's pretty dumb at this point. I think Android is better as an operating system than OS X is, because it's, like, so behind. That's a bold statement. Yeah. I mean, I think that Windows 8 and Android are coming at the same problem from different directions. So, so, Mr. Pressure. I'm gonna I'm gonna drill in on this a little bit because right. I think I have the opportunity. I mean I'm listening full atten- full attention here. Yeah. Why do you think Android or why do you think OS let's go let's take this tack. Why is OS X more outdated than say an Android or a Windows eight? Because uh, it doesn't incorporate any of the new mobile stuff. I mean it's not it's not a crossover operating system. And people are used to it and stuff. But there's already so many design flaws in OS X. Like, their Finder is, like, the worst thing ever. They have, like, all their file stuff is totally ridiculous. Like, their Spotlight works pretty... It was cool when it came out, but, like, the Windows one's still way better at this point. And, uh, You're talking about the little search button at the, bo- the bottom left of the screen? Yeah, right? when you press Command Spacebar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Expose is cool. That's something they got going on for them. But the, um... Yeah, their, like, Command Center thing is dumb. And, uh, I mean, the only thing that really makes it useful, why people use it, I mean, like, developers and stuff, people like it just because it's Apple in general. I mean, they still have a very small amount of... Their hardware's sleek. It's good-looking. Yeah. The keyboard, touch, it touches nice. It's actually a really low-rated keyboard. All but it touches the, nice. The Lenovo keyboard is rated higher. Really? Like, they do more keyboard research. Hmm. And people complain about the Apple keyboard, too. But they do have the best trackpad. They do have the best trackpad. So the, the trackpad is, like, super high-rated. But I just think that they're not making enough changes. And especially with this new update, it's super dumb. iOS 8, too. I mean, it's super... It's just, like, barely catching up with Android. So, Mr. Tom Brew, we're flipping the tables right now. <laughs> Normally, it's parlance teaches fresher about the world. Now it's... it's, it's <laughs> well, this is all my opinion, too. I mean, well, no, not, but it's still whatever. Fresher teaches parlance about yeah. what the complaints are of OS X. I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't used... An, an Apple uh, OS since Tiger. Oh, I mean it's all been it's not it hasn't changed much. Okay, I mean it's still the so the main. On my G5 in the other room. I know G5s yeah. are pretty sweet. I have one too. But uh, I'm gonna turn that into a fish tank or something. <laughs> I don't... It's one of the coolest cases. It has a great case. I was really psyched about those cases. But the main benefit for using OS X is that you get like a native Linux prompt like uh, terminal, and that. If you want to have a computer that can run all the operating systems, OSX is pretty much the only one because OSX is really good at running Windows. Like a lot of like reports have said that like the best Windows laptop is a Mac, like a MacBook Pro running Windows, which I mean is cool. And it also with like VMware and stuff, like it integrates, so it's just like pretty native. You can have your Windows on there. It's like you can run both operating systems at the same time really well. Whereas in Windows, you can't get OS X. Like, you can try, but it's, like, never going to be seamless. Right. So if you want to run both operating systems, it's still... Mac is, like, your only way to go. Is that because of the architecture of the chips that they use? That no, it only has to do with the software. They okay. use the same chips. Got it. The hardware is totally the same. Back There's in the day, special. they didn't use the same chips. Now no, they, they didn't. Now they do. But that's also why a lot of the old programs don't work, and you had to get new versions. So, uh, all right, then. Yeah, that's, that's computers. I'm excited, computers. though. Hey, we have two viewers. Computer. Thank you for watching. This is an atypical episode of Fresher and It Parliament. is. We're, we're together. We're, we're together, together in the same room. This is unusual. We, uh, we have a little setup. Uh, for those who know my room, this is not the typical setup, but we've, we've made it. We've, 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 yeah, uh, we've uh, kind of rearranged a bit. Yeah, so back here, the... if you ever feel like playing some shuffleboard, 
give the old parlance a, a buzz. We could come over here and we play some shuffleboard or, you know, something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what I've been meaning to promote uh, this is that I also play um, video games. That's true. You do play. We were uh, playing some video games right before we started. Yeah, show. and if you ever want Tuesday nights, typically, although it's kind of flipped up a little bit, I play on Xbox. Uh, not so much the PS3 because now the PS4. I don't. But Xbox, you can find me. You part- had a PS4. I did. I sold it. You bought both Xbox One and PS4 the first day. I know. With the intent of selling. Yeah, and I did. I sold it. Yeah, I, I know, got... but that's. I just wanted to point it out. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. You uh, bought. <laughs> I'm good like that. Yeah. Even um, yeah. Even what? He, the the day one Xbox One console. Yeah, with the Impressive. achievement which I've yet to I've yet to redeem the ex, the day one achievement. Why um, Why you have to redeem it? So you have to, there's a QR code on there, and then you'll get the achievement. Is it a QR code, or is that the dumb Microsoft one? Uh, maybe it's a dumb Microsoft one. Is it the one. one with the blue triangle? No. Oh, then it's a regular QR code. So I'm holding <laughs> on to it, because I think in maybe six years it might be worth money, and people will want to clamor to have the day one achievement. Ooh, that's, so you're all about the profit on these gaming systems. <laughs> it's I'm, like the only reason to buy it, like early adopter, which is not a bad idea. Yeah, because now they've re- lowered the price, and also they're selling it without the Kinect. I know. But I, I think your original thing, especially for PlayStation 4, you were saying, is when PlayStation 3 came out on eBay, they were selling for, like, two or $3,000 or something. Yes. And so, like, if you can get it on the first day and then just sell it right away, like, that's a pretty good investment. Right. I think even with fees, because I ended up selling it on eBay. Yeah. Um, I still think I made over a couple... I made almost 200 bucks. Or that's pretty good. With the fees. Yeah, I mean, you just have to wait and stuff, too. Um. But. And uh, I was so annoyed because my launch edition PS4 came like day of. Yeah. But my the one that so the one I didn't want to play. Yeah. Like came and then the Xbox One came out and I had to wait like a week and a half because I didn't have Prime at the time, and I just didn't have. Oh yeah, I I forgot about you not. But now we have Prime now. It's like why would you not have Prime? It's the best. Well, it is. It is very. (laughs) By the way, did you see Stephen Colbert's boycotting? um, I did not. He's boycotting Amazon. I read something about something that he did, but I just read the headline and then didn't read the article. So essentially... Uh, so it must have been that. His... I forget the name of it. It might be Hatchet. Hatchet Publications. Essentially. Oh, because of the book stuff. Yeah, the book stuff. Yeah, I heard about it. I read an article about the book stuff, and there's so much stuff now in the press. I don't know if it's just because we're in Seattle, but about how Amazon is, like, raising the rents, and, like, Amazon's ruining the city because they're... Bad business practices or something. So this one is bad. It's not bad business practice so much as it's a monopoly. Is that Amazon owns the market? Essentially, yeah. if you're going to buy a book, you have typically most people are buying it through Amazon because they yeah. have the Kindle and then also physical books. People are buying. No one Barnes and Nobles is well. What what's the one that went out of business? Uh, uh, Borders. Oh yeah, Borders. That Borders. was a while ago. Though, but yeah, yeah, but not still. That Amazon's a big reason for that because I think that Borders tried to have their own. No, that's Barnes and Noble. Yeah, no, like, I know the they, Nook. they have that, but I think Borders tried to have one before they closed, but it like was ridiculous. Um, there was they actually Borders, um, I believe partnered with a. I've seen them for sale. It was an e-reader. Yeah, the um, Sony ones are actually pretty good as e-readers go. Um, no, there was a, another e-reader that Borders kind of hooked up with. I forget the name of it. Um, they were selling them at Target for a bit. I don't even know if they're still around. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, so the, I think the argument is is that if you were going to buy a physical book, Amazon they're accusing that Amazon is giving like two to four week delivery times on specific yeah on these specific publishers that won't give in to the pricing that Amazon wants to buy the yeah. the copies at or the, the the rights. What is it? The what's the money? The 
the royalties oh, to yeah. go back to on on e uh, titles. What is it called? Digital titles. I guess that's the yeah the word we're looking for. So um, uh, what's his face? What's his name? I just said his name. Stephen Colbert. Um, his his company that publishes is one of the people that are getting pressed. Wait, I didn't even know he had his own publishing company. Well, no, the company that he publishes his own books on, his books on. Oh, so, yeah. like, whatever. Stephen Gobert runs America, whatever the hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> his um, books are pretty good. I haven't read any. Have you heard his audiobooks? Because it's him reading it, and it's pretty good. No, I haven't. <laughs> I never listen to audiobooks. I I've like listened a, to one in my entire life. I've listened to a couple, but I like when it's the person who... Like, I've listened to the Jon Stewart one, and the Stephen Colbert one, and the Tina Fey one. And it's cool because they all read it, and it makes a huge difference. Uh, so have you ever heard the Harry Potter uh, Harry Potter audiobooks? No. Who reads it? There's this guy. He's like a celebrity. He does all the almost all the voices. <laughs> it's funny when people read. I've heard, uh, like um, the World War Z. I heard that it's like one guy who does the whole thing, but he tries to do all the accents for all the people. That's the same. And same it's as this. Super ridiculous. <laughs> so, but this guy, I've seen exposés like. Um, what's the story? Not exposés, but like a, a story about him being a great, uh, like a fixture in the audio book industry, I guess. Because he, yeah. he became, he got notorious for being really good at doing the Harry Potter books. Yeah. Oh, he was he got famous from that. Yeah, from that. What? I mean, the Harry Potter books were a big deal. I know. Speaking of the Harry, did we talk about this? I think we did the uh, pre movie. That's coming out. The new ones, right? Yeah. Did we talk about this? I don't know if we did. I, we, I've uh, talked to you about it. I don't know if we talked on the show about it, but new Harry Potter books. Yeah. And, I and think it's based on the it. some book in the movie. It's the guy who wrote that. So that's she wrote it. It was the she wrote a book called like. Oh the, no, I mean in the in the the world of Harry Potter, there's a book that he uses. That's right. And is written by another character, and the new movie is the story of this other character who wrote the book. That's correct. I think we've talked about this before, but if we haven't, that's the plot, and and J.K. Rollins, Rollins is yeah. going to write like write all the three screenplays. So, so there's not going to be a book, though. It's only a show, right? Well, the book already came out, but it was a book. A oh, fiction, I, it was a book. I it was only it was 40 pages. It was written for a charity auction. Oh. And it was... And it, and I it, want to write stuff for a charity auction. She, i got to write that down. And she, <laughs> she wrote it for a charity auction, and then... Um, it was 40-some pages, and it was supposed to be a textbook at Hogwarts. Yeah. And now they're taking that textbook. It's called, like, Mythical Beasts and whatever. It's essentially, like, a a story about how this guy finds myth- mythical beasts around wherever the yeah. world, I guess. I don't know, the magical world. And um, But I thought it's some sort of tie-in, like, that. I heard so from then, someone else. Yeah, that so, that so ends then, up being Voldemort so, or something. That's I'm not sure. I don't know. That doesn't seem right to me. I know. I've, I've not read any Harry Potter books, and I've seen one of the movies. So that is <laughs> definitely... I don't think he's Voldemort. I don't know. Tom so Riddle? Because so, someone said... like I was like, it's some book that someone else wrote, and then like the other person I was talking to who was into Harry Potter was like, oh, then it must be about Voldemort. Wrong. Tell that person they're wrong. I don't know. I would agree that they're wrong, probably, but I don't, I don't, know. Remember, I don't even remember who it was. I was just talking to the randoms. Yeah, because they're unrelated. <laughs> the movies 100% are unrelated to Harry Potter. Yeah, they're, no, they're but wait, out. Voldemort would have That would be related, then. Is it? Voldemort was in the movies and in the books, so therefore it's related. But, uh, I don't know. Like, it's in the same universe. Yeah. It's not a prequel. It's just in the same universe. I know, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I have, like, zero idea how the story's... It would be, like, the idea that, like, you know, you, in the Marvel world, there's, like, Daredevil. Yeah. in the same universe as... 
whatever, the Avengers. Yeah. But Daredevil never hooks up with the Avengers. But maybe... But you may hear about them, like, on the TV or something, but they don't actually meet. Yeah. Which, even weirder, would be, like, Fantastic Four are in the same universe as Captain America. Really? Yeah. Huh. But they're not... They'll never meet because they, they're owned by different production companies. <laughs> so, speaking of Amazon... What was the... Um, oh, yeah. What was that? Charity auction story. So speaking of Amazon, today <laughs> Amazon released or, or announced that they're going to have a special um, unveiling of a new something or other uh, on June 18th. I believe it was June 18th. It could be June. It could be June 15th. For their device? It's their. Th- it's going to be the Amazon phone. So yeah, I I had seen about it, but I never, I never saw anything solid. Did you like? Read something solid about it. So that today they came. Essentially, I think it was early leaked information. Yeah. That it's going to be a 3D phone. Yeah. I mean, they had those already. A couple of them. Not Amazon. I know, but like, that's cool. So, <laughs> it's. I wanted to get the 3D, the uh, HTC 3D phone. Yeah. The uh, Evo 3D. I wanted to have. Like my friend had one. It was pretty cool, but. They fell apart pretty fast. So this is th- there's I, I, I'm this is an interesting thing. And this is why I think it's interesting. Yeah. Amazon historically has sold so for, from a shareholder perspective. Yeah. Let's just say share they have like one of the broadest business spaces though. But hold on. From a shareholder perspective, Amazon has typically broke even or potentially lost a little bit of money on their hardware. Yeah. Because they sell it at a lower price point. Because yeah. the idea is that you're going to do something's going to be done, or on the back end, and they're going to make the money. So for, yeah. kin, for like their e-readers, they're going to sell the Kindle for cheap, because you're going to buy stuff on it. You're going to buy all the e-readers. Just like they had free 3G for the other one. Exactly. So shareholders are now fretting because perhaps this is just another another thing that they're going to lose money on and they're going to be eating up their profits because, you know, I don't know if you know this, last... Yeah, last, I mean, no, no. Okay, so for, the, for many quarters, Amazon has had no profit. Really? Yeah. Because, at all? At all, because they take every, all of their revenue. They have tons of revenue. Yeah. But they take all of that revenue and then push it into um, essentially building like R&D centers and uh, with distribution centers, yeah. uh, R&D. So essentially they take all the money that they have and they position that, they take that and invest it back into the company for long-term stuff. So like grocery stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, I think that global sounds like a, like a good plan. It's right. just like shareholders are dumb. Right. So <laughs> I agree with you. But So shareholders want to see uh, profit. Yeah. And they call price to earnings. So, like, what's the price of the stock versus earnings? And if there's no earnings, then there's no P&E. P&E is a, a common t- way to measure But I feel stock. like that the only reason that you would want to have profit on a stock is if they pay dividends. And they don't pay, they don't pay dividends. I know. I feel like there's a bunch of stock now that, like, Google doesn't pay dividends. Nope. Apple does now, though. Apple does. But, I mean, like, if you don't pay dividends, there's no point in worrying about the profit, it seems like. Right. So, the dip, so here's the thing. Amazon stock went from, like, four-something. Yeah. And then it, it went all the way down, like, 290. Really, like half? From four? Oh, yeah, well, not half. Not half, but like 130 bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. Because people were like, we're sick and tired of not having profit, you know? <laughs> we're sick and tired of, of like, 
positioning for the future, right? Yeah. But in the reality, it's like you're taking your 2016 money and investing it in 2014. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, I mean, it's worked pretty well for them so far. Right, because they're making <laughs> shit tons of money. But and they're there's so profit. many spaces. Right. So the the stock today, though, yeah, on the announcement of the announcement, went up like twenty five dollars. Yeah, but it's still way less. But still, yeah, it's probably it's at three twenty something now. Does it? I mean, if they're well, then, I don't so know it's how curious. That works. Is that their their bitch shareholders bitch and moan? Yeah. About no profit, low margin, right? But then they announce something that they're bitching and moaning about, and then the stock goes up, which means people, more people are buying it. Yeah. So that's my shareholder Maybe they got rid of all the dumb people. As of being not a shareholder, but that's a shareholder perspective. Yeah. But then, as a consumer perspective, I would love for Amazon to come in, because you know they're going to sell for fucking cheap. Yeah, but I don't think that their phone's going to be very good. How do you know? Because their Kindles are... It, not the, yeah, it is Kindle, right? The Kindle operating system, which is a, over, oh, it's over the top uh, Android. Yeah, I mean it's just it's like the most skinned Android that's out. Like it has barely any of so the that, actual. So here's the thing, that's the other consumer perspective. Mine is like come in low price point, right? Yeah, which is what the Kindle is also. Right, and then but then if for the mobile phone market, which is a much bigger market than the, the tablet market, yeah. I think. And then they, I heard the tablet market is saturated, actually. Interesting. Like they say, people are buying way less tablets now. So because everyone has one, like I know, iPad yeah. two. I'm still using an iPad. I'm still using an iPad two. <laughs> like I don't. I, I feel like I don't need to upgrade. Although some of the newer games are, um, oh Merlin's being a little fidgety. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I need to upgrade right now. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, when when iPad one or iPad two comes out, no one has one. Yeah. So everybody wants one. Yeah, I know. It's dumb. The upgrade's it's like also with phone. But it's thinner. Right. <laughs> it's thinner, but it still runs the same stuff all the time. You know, yeah. I mean, I've noticed some of the heavier apps. Yeah, well, sixty-four bit. Runs is the new one sixty-four bit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. No, not really. They're really expensive. I know they're way too expensive. I'm. Like, kind of anti-Apple stuff, as I'm using my MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, the uh, I'm interested to see what, like, a 3... And it's also, if it's true and the rumors are true that it is a 3D phone... Yeah. I mean, that's kind of interesting. And it's already been out, and people hated it. But it was only people already People hate 3D, is, like, the, the consensus. Nobody likes 3D. Maybe it's only speculation. Maybe it's only rumor and conjecture. No one really yeah. knows at this point. It may not even be a phone. I know. It's, yeah, I mean, it seems like they would just... Like, anyway, I'm pretty sure it would be called the Kindle phone. I mean, it's just... Or the sense. Amazon phone? No, I think it would be called the Kindle phone. Fire? Fire phone? No, I don't think it... Because it's the Kindle phone. The Bat phone? The Bat phone. Bat phone, they should... Warner DC should get on that and make a... a oh, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. A Bat phone. That's, speaking I think of, it should just be a case. Speaking of... Um, <laughs> speaking of communication... Yeah. Um, have you seen the new Skype thing? No, what's that? Essentially, Microsoft is the their innovation. Center. Oh yeah, because they own Skype. I forgot. Yeah, th this innovation center thing. The you know Star Trek and Universal Translator. Uh, which one? The batch. All of them. Every single thing in the world of Star Trek. Yeah. There's never, rarely do you ever see a a human person who speaks English, which apparently English is the world language in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, 
like have difficulty understanding Klingon, Romulan, whatever. Yeah. Because things automatically translate. Yeah. They just it just they let it go, right? As a matter of fact, you'll see it sometimes in Is some, it on their ear? No, the machine just does it for you. What machine? The is it this thing or when they're on the screen yeah. in the in the uh, the uh, the deck? No, oh, you mean when you're on a video thing? Yeah. Oh, so they're gonna yeah, I didn't hear that. So they're they, gonna do the translation thing. It's already done. They yeah. did a demo of it. A girl was speaking German. Yeah. And the guy was speaking English. And they haven't announced what language it works for yet. Yeah. But the person speaking German was coming through in English to the guy. Yeah. That and the guy speaking cool. English was coming in through German. This is like my dream. They they also have that app that like changes uh like street signs and stuff. It doesn't work that well though. I heard that they're making that up too. Like someone else bought like Google bought it or something. And so doing I hope one. it gets better because that to that me, one looked cool too. I travel a lot, and sometimes it's difficult. Like I, you know, you go you you go to a country, you know, like three things. Like I know what chicken, beef, and pork is, <laughs> and I don't need any of those. So the like bathroom. It, the bathroom, you gotta know. Yeah, what the bathroom, bathroom is. So you know, here's the thing. I was in um, Argentina, or yeah. maybe it was Chile. I was either in Chile or Argentina, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I knew how to say, "Could I, you know, where's the bathroom?" Yeah. So I said, "Where's the bathroom?" in Spanish. And then they responded back to me in Spanish. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a problem. And then I was like, I, okay, that's great. You responded back to me in Spanish, but I don't understand. Where, but the, yeah. but luckily he pointed. In the pointing. That's what yeah. for. So I just, like, used that. But had I had something in my ear that said that immediately translated, it would have been brilliant. I know. But the, for me, menus. When you're traveling and you have a menu and you just scan the menu. And yeah, that would be cool. It's like, it oh, that's the chicken it. tortilla. Okay. That's... Wait, do you do, do that or that would be cool? That would be cool. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. So I do. I have downloaded Google Translate on my Android phone. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's, it's not, offline. Oh, they have it offline now. Well, now the T-Mobile we have worldwide data coverage. T-Mobile, the international roaming on T-Mobile is, is the best. Good. It works way good. Like, I mean, it's not super fast, but it's as fast as Sprint was in Seattle for me. So what's funny is that I get no cell service in my house. I had better cell service on a Vietnamese. Uh, <laughs> like boat or something. Yeah, on a boat in the middle of nowhere, I had better cell service than I do in my house. And it's a company that like is based in Seattle. That's true. <laughs> and it's just because I'm on a hill. Yeah. So like I'm 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 in between. I heard that the T-Mobile spectrum is the weakest. Too. Interesting. They got a crappy spectrum. Also, why it doesn't work very well in buildings. But they just are getting a new uh, a new section of the spectrum on one of the like the auctions or something. So I think that's. Gonna help. Did you see this? I know you didn't see the story, but I'm I just gonna bring it one. up. I what like story? bringing these up. I like bringing them up. I was checking them off. Yeah, Netflix and company what will soon make more money yeah. than movie theaters. The Netflix company? Netflix. Oh yeah, I believe that. I mean, they have way less overhead. It says here a new PricewaterhouseCoopers uh, uh, Entertainment and Media Outlook 2014 to 2018 report shows that revenue from online video services. So it's like Netflix and probably Hulu and whatever. Yeah. Is set oh, just all, like, basically on-demand services? Yeah, subscription services, probably. Oh, then that's, like, kind of... Not well, really, because... I guess if you're just counting all movie theaters. Yeah, you're counting all movie theaters. Box office, essentially. Because yeah. what they're saying here is that um, online video services is set to overtake box office revenue in 2018. The report actually predicts that box office sales are going to slightly grow this year to $11.4 billion, Upward 10.8 billion in 2013, i.e. higher ticket prices, because ticket sales are <laughs> not going to And after, they better make everything 60 hertz and 3D. After being <laughs> and after being more or less flat since when people 
PwC predicts that box office revenue will keep an annual growth rate of 3.1% in the coming years, which means that people will spend $12.5 billion on movies in 2018. However, in 2018, uh, $14 billion will be spent on um, streaming services. Yeah, I mean, that, probably, that must be also Amazon just, like, buying it. Because you can also buy stuff on YouTube. They have, like, a, if you, some pay stuff, which is YouTube, cool. Hulu, uh, Netflix, Apple. Oh, yeah, Apple. There's, there's a couple, and, and, we, Amazon, and we don't even, and Amazon, we don't know what innovations are going to come. Yeah. Because I still feel... I think, so I was talking to, I think it's dumb that, like, cable companies and stuff are holding on to, like, the TV model at all. Like, on, uh, like, for instance, you were saying you can't watch stuff because it's on your DVR downstairs. Right. Like, it's so dumb that it's all not just an on-demand service. Well, there's ways to get around that. But it doesn't matter, like, they can monetize better on having it be an online service because you can do targeting ads for ads that people want, and then they can make more money off of it. Uh, I agree with you. I think there is going to be a massive convert. Yeah. I don't want to, wait, here's the thing. I don't want to get too much into what I do for my, my <laughs> real-world job, but there is going to be a convergence of, of digital technology and analog technology. Or like, But the problem, that the reason I think that the cable companies and all the TV people don't want it is because once that model works, like they lose control of the pipe because you don't need to do it through the cable thing. Like, anyone can start a site and have some videos there. Well, here's, here's, that's one reason, but, but a lot of those people, like the cable companies, yeah. they offset that because now they're, they're also, they, they, have give, their own you, they give you the pipe. Yeah. Right? So as long as they For have sure. the pipe, they're okay. Speaking of the pipe, did you see Netflix this week was sending out... Um, oh, for Verizon. For Verizon. Yeah. Sending out no, essentially, Netflix this week was sending out um, notices to... Uh, <laughs> to Customers that uh, of Verizon, yeah, Verizon, that, was Verizon. that Netflix was essentially was, was slow. It was slow because Verizon was throttling. Their, oh, it said because the Verizon network is too crowded or something. Cr- crowded. They didn't say it was. They didn't say throttle, but it but was there, read between the lines. But it was because they were showing charts from when uh, Netflix was uh, negotiating with uh, Comcast, and like the chart for like Netflix speeds on Comcast was like totally low, even though the Comcast connection was good. And as soon as they made that uh, agreement, like, right on that day, the Netflix speeds went super high on Comcast. But they're still, they made the same agreement with Verizon and uh, a couple of the other ones. They paid, I don't think they paid Verizon. They, they made the agreement. I don't know how the paying worked or whatever, but there was some agreement. Well, this is net neutrality in a nutshell. Yeah, it totally is. If you're giving, if you're paying for internet like service, yeah. you shouldn't, there, then companies shouldn't have to pay to get priority because that essentially means that if you don't have priority, it yeah. just opens up a big can of worms. I know. Yeah, there's a whole thing about, like, the net neutrality, how it's going to be messed up because the guy who's head of the FCC right now was the lobbyist for the cable companies. So here, let me give you, I'm going to give everyone a tutorial a little bit right now on the way cable companies make money. Cable companies, cable companies make money? So cable companies make money in, in two ways. One, through subscription prices. So yeah. you or I... We subscribe to cable. We pay that bill, okay? But there's a cost to that, yeah. okay? Because people, essentially like Michelot, Viacom's, uh, Universal, all these companies essentially charge money. ESPN is actually a great example. Yeah. ESPN charges a shit ton of money to get at, to get acquire their services, okay? For Comcast or for the uh, any cable company. company. So essentially, when you're paying. $128 a month for basic cable. Yeah. 70 or $80 of that could be 
going to the like going people to the, for the contract. Going to the content providers, right? So yeah. so cable is the essentially cable company is only making whatever it is off the top, essentially over the top of the And they're not the getting that on the internet one. So for the internet, they they're not getting that. Right. So they're trying to make a model So now they're trying to essentially take an old model of cable, which yeah. people are trying to get away with, and apply it to internet. Now the issue is, is that people are not net neutrality, net neutrality. I know. And in a nutshell, net neutrality means is that everyone is created equal regardless network of, traffic. Yeah. Of, yeah, network traffic is is created equal and there should be no prioritization, there should be no yeah. a, no reason for one person to get throttled or and when I mean throttled I mean the internet speeds are slower versus some other thing and that the idea is everyone is it's a free market, not a free market, it's an open market. Yeah. And everyone gets the same access. But what cable companies are doing is that Netflix is so big, everyone's fucking streaming Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Right? Which, by the way, I think came out today. The new one? Yeah. I haven't watched the old one yet. So I um, heard it was good. So the, the when that happens is that all the this bandwidth is going to Netflix. So it might be getting like 20 30% of all internet traffic is going to this... Yeah. Going to Netflix. So Comcast is like, fuck that. I know, like that's all of our bandwidth. That's like, all of our bandwidth. So they essentially made Netflix pay. Yeah, to like use that much. Right. That's dumb. Yeah, and Netflix didn't, here's what I hate about it. Netflix says, we didn't want to do it. Yeah. But they did it. I know, but like they kind of didn't have a choice because it, like, it was looking bad on their part because nobody knows if it's the carrier or not. Right, but now they're doing this messaging thing with Fios, so it's like it's kind of weird because they're paying and then they're messaging. I heard that Fios is getting slower too, because it was like an awesome service, like it was one of the only five ones you could get, but it totally wasn't profitable for Verizon, so they stopped doing it. So I used to have Fios. Yeah. Full disclosure, I used to have Fios. <laughs> they sold it to, to for our area, they sold it to Frontier. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I became a Frontier customer, and I did see a Noticeable change. Change. Well, first off, the transition for bill paying and oh, was like the website was just terrible. Yeah. So, like, you know, people talk about health, the healthcare.org. <laughs> yeah. You know, like how it was a terrible yeah. disaster. Everything that's new, every transition that happens in the digital space is always a disaster. Yeah, it never goes. A site well. redesign, a backend database change. It always takes a while to like settle or whatever. Yeah. So. Which what is it? what they said would happen too with the healthcare. Right, but people don't get that because you know why? People don't notice. I I guarantee you Netflix 1.0, yeah, the streaming iPad app is was a piece of shit. Yeah, no. Beta culture, beta culture. Right, but people don't <laughs> get that. They just want it now. And they want it to be right, but that's just so impossible. Yeah, it is. So you know what? Speaking of impossible, what's impossible? We need to talk about. The fact that I thought it would be impossible that I would ever fall in love with Katy Perry. <laughs> I know. We're going into Katy Perry. we got to go into Katy Perry. It's our review roulette. Review roulette. We still don't have sounds or anything. Yeah, I know. So, everyone, <laughs> review roulette is uh, as a feature we here have we have here on the Fresher and Parlance show. This is where um, Fresher and Parlance, I'm Parlance, he's okay. Fresher. Fresher. Yeah, we randomly select a, a movie from the Netflix catalog, usually yeah. a genre or, like, a specific thing. Yeah, just, like, on some sort of... Uh subsection, we'll pick a random one from that. Right, so we randomly select the title, uh, and then the following week, we review that title. Last week, we selected... It was the Katy Perry Part of Me movie. 
Katy Perry Part of Me movie. Whoa, oh, Merlin just jumped right <laughs> up here. All right. Um, and uh, guess what? I really... I thought it was pretty good. I really liked it. Pretty good. I mean, I definitely have a newfound respect for Katy Perry. Um, She's way cooler than I expected. All right, here, look, I'm just going to start off from the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so I had zero expectations. Outside I know, of, me too. Outside of the blurb review that I read on the website last week, which was like, yeah. it's full of fireworks and cuteness. I know, I was talking about, like, get a... It's like getting shot with an air of Katy Perryness. Yeah, right. Um, so I. Oh, by the way, if you have any comments about this live, the two people who are watching, you can tweet us at, at Fresh and Par. Yeah, we really appreciate live tweets. Uh, this is a special moment for us. We're yeah. together. It's a big deal for us. We really. Thanks, Tom. He's, you've been uh, tweeting us out. To, what's he? What's he saying? Call out he some of his tweets. Said, um, I need a new computer at home, so he was looking for my help for that because we were doing all the computer talk. Yeah. What else? Uh, so far, uh, no fish for you, for all that effort. That is true. No fish for me. <laughs> that was too bad. So, uh, just to, to and I asked him about the sound, and he said the sound is okay on our our uh, new double setup here. Is he like the new setup? Did he mention he likes it? Uh, he was surprised that I didn't have my eye patch, as I had mentioned. Well, we couldn't. We didn't even test it. I know we didn't. This is a first first run. We're seeing how it goes. So to talk to you quickly about Steelhead, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. Catching steelhead in Washington State is not only a time-consuming passion... Is there anywhere that it's easy? No, no, I don't think... I mean, maybe, like, Alaska. Oh, maybe. yeah. You know, like, where there's, like... Where they, like, they're like, wait, what's this? No, I've never seen you, the fishing pole yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, pink and, and, and floating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... So, outside of places where there's no people and a ton of fish, so, Alaska... It is very difficult to catch salmon and... Actually, there's an old adage. 10% of people catch 90% of the fish. Yeah. What do they I do? Am, they're just good at it. They've been doing it forever. And they, they understand all the... They know how to read the river. They, they know what to... What, they just can feel it. They're like... Drop some grass and yeah, yeah. Go reach in and grab. <laughs> they like they just like they're one. They're one with the river. So the thing is, is it's a it's it's an art. It really is an art. I'm not just saying yeah. that because I can't catch a fish and I'm just like trying to make excuses. But there's <laughs> what it sounds like to me. So there's presentation, okay? Yeah. And when I mean presentation, I mean am I going to fish from the bottom? Am I going to fish from the top? If I fish from the bottom, what color lures am I going to use? What color yarn am I going to use? And what kind of bait am I going to use? This right? sounds uh, applicable to a lot of different things. Yeah, right? <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, are the fish even there? Because if you think about it... That's true. Like, you could be out there doing everything right. I know, and there's just no there's fish. There's no fish. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got to be the timing that's also key. So, and I, I think, Tom, I've talked to you about this before, is that... It's to me catching a fish is the bonus. It's the process. It's it's the bonus. Yeah, but the process is the process like. is what is satisfying to me. So yeah. it's, so I'm I am using my brain. I'm out there and I'm just like like what should I do? What could I be doing? It's a very cerebral thing. And then not only that, it's one with nature. Yeah. It's kind of like you're in the middle of nowhere. Like all right, so we were talking about that tunnel through the trees earlier. Yeah. Like that was like weird and it smelled like shit. <laughs> But it was a story, and it That's and, true. and I you experience that you you experience it right, and then when you do catch the fish, which I caught a couple salmon last year, which is yeah. amazing. When you do catch that fish, and it's, you're in the moment, you're like it's just the most thrilling. 
thing. It's yeah. about the, the weight and stuff. I mean, the whole fishiness and whatever. It's not even the size of the fish. It's just the pro- actual catching the fish. The, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so I try to convert people because there, it's a very pure thing. You don't even have to keep the fish. You can just let it go. Yeah. And which is great, right? Like hunting, you shoot it, it's dead, it's yours. Well, I mean, the fish is pretty messed up after you. Catch no, it. no, no. Really? Isn't the hook through its mouth and everything? Hurt yeah. It? So the thing is, you, I sometimes I I fish barbless. Yeah. Which means there's no like hook facing the other direction. So how would you even catch them? It's harder. Uh, because they get away and stuff, right? Sometimes if they push the other way, it could slip out. So yeah. sometimes I fish barbless on certain things, and um, and that way I could do an easy catch and release. Huh. So um, I always am asking people to come with me. I've asked you a number of times. I've gone once. Twice. Not with me. Yeah. When? Uh, we went down to the pool. Oh, you did come, but you didn't actually fish. No, I just watched. Yeah, it was fun, right? Oh, yeah, it was cool. It was neat. Yeah. That's different, though. That's like combat fishing. Yeah, I I probably I like combat fishing. I don't know. I'm I'm not. I don't think I'm a fisher. Fisherman? No. Fisher like person? Fisher. I don't know. I'd like to say fisher better, even though fisherman is more. Correct. Fisher person. Probably. I just like fisher. All right. <laughs> fisher. Go with fisher. Like like fisher. Like splitting something. Like a you like a fisher. Yes. So um anyway, Tom, if you ever want to come fishing with me, I would love to go with you. You're up in the woods walking. He said. Tom says. About steelhead, there's a Safeway one mile from my house. Yeah, very good point. Again, no, there's, they don't have steelhead at Safeway. They don't. No, maybe at Tom's Safeway. Maybe it's frozen. And by the way, <laughs> FYI, it's not again. I'm going to explain this again. It's not about the actual bringing home. Heated now. It's not bringing home the fish. It's the act of trying to catch the yeah, fish. Yeah, that's what was your original point. Yeah, it's about the act. Like, it doesn't matter if you catch it. It doesn't matter. That's just the icing on the cake. It's Yeah, it's the bonus. Yeah, I like icing on the cake. Yeah, uh, who doesn't love icing? <laughs> I mean, as an as a analogy. Speaking of icing on the cake, those did you see the cupcakes that were in our office today? I did. With the glitter on them? Did, oh, did yeah, you hear yeah, what yeah, I, yeah. I, I called them stripper cupcakes? Oh, they were like stripper cupcakes. They were the most glittery cupcakes I've ever seen. First off, who puts glitter? Glitter on cupcakes. It was extremely shiny. It was like multicolored glitter. They were definitely stripper cupcakes, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I ate one. They were all right. So back to glitter and and fun. Yeah. Review roulette. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. I know. It was. I definitely. So the first thing, just out of the beginning, because they talk about it later, but they like alluded to it in like the first ten minutes, is that uh, I saw Russell Brand in the background, and she's like, "Go get Russ over here." And I did not know that they were married at any point. At the time. I mean, I didn't know that they were, yeah, ever married. You wouldn't even know they were married. Well, like, I, I was like, why is Russell Brand there? And then, like, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and I was like, what? They were married? I'm going to do a little fishing. <laughs> I'm reeling it back in. Yeah. Because I want to go right back to the beginning of the movie. That was the beginning. No, the very, the beginning when they start, they start off with oh. doing the heads interviews of, like, why, like, these kids are, like, inspired by oh, yeah. the freedom and love of Katy Perry. And they also, cut to a girl, and they tricked me. It just said Katie. Yeah. And it was her on a bed, and she was just like, ah, I just want to really like, you know, know, change the world and do the stuff. And it was her. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't recognize her. I was like, wait, which one's Katie Perry? Like, it was crazy because it's weird because they 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 sourced like footage because apparently she just like took video of herself. Well, because she was. That the, their other main point was that people were saying that they thought that she was an overnight star or whatever, but she had been working at it like her whole life because she was already in like a bunch of music stuff. She had so it's she. It's funny that she did Christian rock. 
So she started as a Christian rock. Because her parents are super, like, mega Christian, like, roaming pastors for, like, the... The crazy Christian, like, who do, like, the falling over stuff and whatever. Here's what I knew about Katy Perry. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Here's what I knew about Katy Perry going into this thing. She kissed a girl and she liked it. Yeah. Oh, did you see when she kissed Oprah? No, not Oprah. Uh, now I don't remember who it was. It wasn't Oprah. Ellen DeGeneres? No. Oh. Well, anyways. So, anyway, I, this is what I knew. She kissed a girl and she liked it, which, yeah. by the way, super fucking catchy song. Two, she did this that great duet with that little girl on the piano. For fireworks. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? It was like a internet sensation. Oh wait, I mean, it was, was it in the movie? It was not in the movie. Then no, I don't remember. It. Oh okay. <laughs> it was outside of the movie. The only Katy Perry thing I knew before the movie was the video she did with Snoop Dogg. Interesting. That's actually the only reason I knew who Katy Perry was. And then also <laughs> one other thing is that on the Voice, people sometimes try to sing a Katy Perry song. Katy Perry song. Katy Perry, yeah. Yeah, and you have no idea how hard her songs are to sing. Really? Yeah, they seem easy enough. They seem easy, but then when you hear other people sing them, yeah. they're like, it, they, it, they, try, they get trapped. It was funny, though. They had videos of some of her first things, and like she did not sound that good. She did not sound that like, good. Like, she wasn't very in tune or anything. I was a little surprised at like how much better she had gotten. She got way better, and her voice is really good. It is really good. I thought it was crazy, too, skipping around in the movie, that uh, she had been signed on uh, Columbia... But, like, they were trying to get her to, like, redo her image or whatever. Oh, and, and they... And, like, they tricked... They, like... She got, like... Because everyone just loves her because she's, like, super inspiring or whatever. So one of the people, like, took all, just took all the files because they were basically holding her hostage because they, they, like, we know she's going to be a star, but we don't really want to do can't. They were like, we can't figure her out. Yeah. But we don't want to let her go because we know she's going to be a star. Yeah. And what, also, even before that... Um, the other one, she like another record label had like not been able to. Let's let's reel it back in. <laughs> so you're really into the fishing. I am really into the fishing this week. <laughs> the so who's the guy that did Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill? Glenn. I don't know. She yeah, knocked on his that. door. Oh yeah, she just went to his door. So wait, wasn't it Alanis Morissette's the one who was inspired her originally? Inspired right? her originally because that was that was a really good thing because she'd only heard Christian rock. Forever. So, like, I thought that was pretty cool because she just sang about whatever was on her mind. And that's what made her sing about the things that were on her mind. So, yeah, cool. so she only was allowed to listen to Christian rock and only was all able to watch one movie, which was Sister Act 2. Yeah, not even the regular Sister Act. Which they didn't know why. And then and then so and then she went over to her friend's house and heard Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. And it it like blew her mind. Yeah. Which by the way. I hated Jagged Little Pill. I like that song. No, the album like oh. when I was gro- in college. I mean, high school because it was high school for me. Yeah. And now when I, I uh, like three years after I hated it. Yeah. I love it. That album is great. Even the, the acoustic version is great. I, I, I actually went to see Alanis Morissette really? concert performing the entire Jagged Little Pill via acu- uh, on acoustic. Well, that's pretty an cool. acoustic. Where did set? you see that? Radio City Music Hall. Oh, that's cool. It was great. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so the fact that she was inspired by Alanis Morissette kind of was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And then, um, but but also dates me, right? Like, God, she's like so <laughs> young. And then, um, she she just knocks on the door of the guy that produced and and helped Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Do that, and he's like, "Are you a songwriter?" She's like, "Yeah." Want to oh, yeah. sign for me? She's like, yeah. I know. He convinced her because, like, nobody usually... I thought it wasn't at the door. I thought it was at a party. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And so since it was a party, like, they just ran into each other. And then, like, um, 
usually it would be like, oh, yeah, I can play it for you later or whatever. She and, just did it. Yeah, she just did it, and he was super impressed with that. And he's like, the only other person that did that was... Yeah, it was... Alanis Morissette, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah, so, by the way, cool. so now at this point, I'm like, I'm like totally, like, I'm all in on Katie Perry. Yeah, she's like, th- yeah. She's, she's dedicated. Cool. She's like, came, her father and her mother are She her also father. seems like pretty crazy, though. Oh, she's definitely crazy. I mean, well, her like father was a, like a traveling minister. I know. So her father was a traveling minister, and... Oh, and also, I like that someone uh, had called her, which, because her name is Catherine. I like Catherine Perry. That sounds like... You know, you're being mad at her or something. Sounds like a librarian. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was cool if the name was Catherine. And she had a stuffed cat on tour who was called? Uh, Catty Purry. Catty Purry! That's pretty good. It's really good. <laughs> um, so the, so the, the, the documentary itself was essentially a found footage. I don't want to say found footage, but footage of her... Yeah, um, growing up. Growing up. a lot of, like, teen footage or, like, even preteen footage. Interviews with people around her and how... She became who she was, and then yeah. concert footage of the the, the like the lead up bands and stuff like that. And then that. also the, it was spanning the start and end of the California Girls tour, which was the first tour that she did when her uh, "Kissed a Girl" came yeah. as a single. And and it's also she got big or whatever. And then like sub of that was her falling in love with Russell Brand. And then, well, they they didn't. She was already in love with him, but they talked about it. They talked about it, and then her getting divorced. Yeah. To Russell Brand at the very end. Yeah. And I, I knew this because I read the Wikipedia page. Another fun fact uh, that I didn't know about Katy Perry is that she had next to Michael Jackson the most uh, top single number one hit. singles. Yeah, number one singles. That's like a whole album. So like a, a whole album of just number one singles, and the other, only other person to ever do that is Michael Jackson. I thought that's pretty impressive. Do, I mean, so during the, the concert footage of the thing, every song, I knew every song. And I didn't even listen to the radio that much, and I knew every song. I maybe didn't know some of them, but still. So her sister looks exactly like her, and they dressed her up. Did yeah. you see that scene where they dressed her up, and then she went on stage as no, Nerdy really? Carrie Perry? No, I didn't see that. Oh, you probably, because you missed that little part. When, I did, I missed yeah, it. Yeah, there was but... a Nerdy Carrie Perry that was dressed up. It looked just like her. But it was her sister? It I like sister. Her, oh, the other thing... It talks about how, like, she pulled in all these, like, you know, low people, like, yeah, I was just helping her out once, but then I ended up being on tour, and she's super famous now. And, yeah, like, she, she like, me as, like, a good friend or whatever. She, like, all of her assistants are, like, friends from the past and stuff. Yeah, so if we learned one thing you would learn from this movie is that Katy Perry keeps it real. That's true. Well, I mean, but also that's what you'd want to depict in a movie. Maybe it's a lie. It could be a lie, but she <laughs> found a guy who's working at, like, a makeup counter. Yeah. And, and then, now he's her clothing designer. Yeah, all that stuff. And her sister is her main PR person. Oh, no. Her yeah. sister is, like, one of her tour manager or whatever. Yeah. The person who was working at Columbia Records who smuggled the stuff out is now her PR manager. Yeah. The guy who, like, runs... Who's her manager. She's just creating, like, uh, her own little, like, section of friends. Yeah. And so, if anything, I know way more about Katy Perry. Um, let's look, let's just talk about the merit of the documentary itself. Pretty good, right? Yeah. So, I thought that, the I mean, the camera work... Was a little lame, but I mean, it, like that's how that means. I thought it was dumb. They did like the, the whole like nice camera focus kind of on stuff, but then go to the background thing. That's what people do when they get a nice camera, and then they just want like it's like a super beginning feature thing. You know what I mean? Like where you just do the depth of field thing, and like it's all like I, don't know, I think that's kind of dumb. All right, but I have one criticism <laughs> of this entire thing. Actually, one point I want to point out. Yeah. So there's a scene in the film where. 
Katy Perry, she finds a necklace, and I guess Katy Perry's very good at hiding her emotions. She's always just a happy-go-lucky yeah. individual. And she finds the, she's breaking up with Russell Brand. They're about to get divorced. She finds this bracelet that he gave her, yeah. whatever, and she's crying before the show in Brazil. And they're like, there's this whole drama, like, should we cancel the show? Should we cancel the show? She's like, no, we got to do this. Yeah. And she's like, i got to see my fans, which I'm going to get to in a second. And she goes out there, and she does the show, and the fans are, like, chanting, like, we love you, we love you, we love you. And she's yeah. like, I wish I could speak Portuguese. Yeah. But before she gets on the stage, after crying, this whole serious buildup. Yeah. Right? And she, so they show her, like, getting ready, putting on her yeah. wigs. She puts on the costume. She's, it's this very, like, very sincere moment about Katy Perry, and then you look at her costume, and she has two little pinwheels yeah. spinning on her boobs. So it's like she's wearing the most ridiculous outfit in this very serious moment. And then I was like, oh, that's that's kind of ruins it for me. Yeah. And then... The seriousness? Yeah, the seriousness of it is ruined by, like, a spinning disc on her, on her butt. I don't think that ruins it. So then the other thing I wanted to point out is that they kept... And I talked about it earlier, how they kept showing videos that she made growing up. Yeah. Right? They tied in way better than I would have expected. But in the, I was thinking now, like, we are making video content, right? So if they were going docu- to make a documentary of us... I'm ready. We're, we're preparing. We're preparing right now. <laughs> but I'm thinking about all these kids now yeah. growing up who have access to cameras I know, and videos. It's, crazy. it's essentially... You can make a documentary on anybody now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you save the stuff. Like, it's easy to lose the footage. But even if you lose... Let's see. I just, guess if you paid someone enough, like... You don't even need to pay them, dude. Anyway, it was, oh, a, I was speaking. Oh, business idea. Yeah. Personal documentary. So that's what I was getting to. I mean, a slight offshoot. I was reading about, like, what super rich people do in uh, the UK now, because I guess the UK has the most billionaires per capita right now. And um, so there's, like, a huge industry of just, like... More than, like, Monte Carlo or whatever. As a country, I guess. What's the Monte Carlo? Is it Monte Carlo? I don't, I don't know. But anyways, they have, like, huge industry for just billionaire stuff where, like, money is, like, totally not a problem for doing anything that you want. And so they have all these crazy things, but, like, you can go on, like, any sort of trip that you want. You can even do, like, I guess James Bond-style trips are pretty popular where you do, like, secret agent stuff, but then it's all, like, staged, but it, like, it seems real or whatever. Like the game? Probably. Michael Douglas, you know what I'm talking the about? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that people don't get hurt or whatever. Don't get hurt in the game. No? It was a game. Oh. But anyways, my point was that you can, they also will hire, if you're going on, like, a safari or whatever, they'll get, like, National Geographic photographers and, like, production teams to make, like, your thing, like, a documentary. Like, documentary style quality of, like, whatever your trip is. I think this is a great business idea, and I shouldn't even, I I need to, I may have to hit pause on the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Is that we have a great idea here, is that, I mean, I don't think I would be good enough to do that, but, I mean, it's a good idea. I went to film school. It would be a lot of work. I don't think it would be a job. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> It'd be a lot of work because it's your work. That's true. I work hard at work. I'd rather work hard on that. That's true. That would be better to yeah. work hard at. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, I, I'm all about that. Personalized documentaries. And where you dig up stuff on people too. I don't need to be. It's not like exposés. Well, like, I mean, they're not going to find all their footage. What? I'm sure that she didn't find all that stuff. Whoever the produced the thing, found it. No, she was probably like, here's a whole shitload of digital MP4s. Of, yeah. And they just... But you have to find it. Yeah. Hence the idea of, like, work. 
right? If yeah. you want to do that, it would be a business you would hire a researcher to transcribe. Yeah, that's, that's, that would be cooler. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. Just transcribe <laughs> that shit and just, like, add it in. Yeah. It's like, oh, we need a soundbite of, like, what it's like in the future and then do, a, like, a document search of future. I'd rather make fake documentaries. That would be Mockumentaries? Cool. No. Just fake documentaries. Like the like that know. that history channel no, not the history the Animal Planet where they do the videos about fake sharks and and mermaids really? and stuff. I didn't even know they had that. Yeah, so that sounds cool. So, well, here's here's a long story short, is that uh, about eight months ago, maybe a year ago, yeah, they did a fake documentary about mermaids. Yeah, and my mom calls me up and she's like, "Dude, mermaids are real." I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "I watched the documentary." Mermaids are real. <laughs> she believed it. She believed it. Sorry, Mom. I know she watches this show. She believed it. I was like, Mom, mermaids are definitely not real. They're definitely not know, real. It's, it's totally like War of the Worlds, except for like with like but, just other stuff. Yeah, right. I was like, they're definitely not real. She's like, no, Peter. I saw the documentary on Animal Planet or whatever, History Channel. It's real. <laughs> she was so I, quick, I literally yeah. quickly, I just typed in, Mermaid documentary. Yeah. And the first thing that popped up is like, this thing is so fucking fake. Like, like that and that. And so I was like, Mom. Nobody even checks stuff, though. I was like, Mom. That's Fox News for you. It's not real. Yeah. She's like, no, it's real. I'm like, no. And then I read it, and she's like, fine. (laughs) Fine. They, like, still, like, don't want to believe it. (laughs) fine. So then I just saw recently this, you ever, have you heard of a Megalodon? No. So Megalodon is, like, a giant shark from, like, a prehistoric shark. A prehistoric shark that yeah. was like the size of like of maybe a small navy vessel. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, they were huge. They just recently for Shark Week did. Oh, a, they did a, the documentary. A, they on did it? a fake documentary that Megalodon still exists. That's cool. And people were faked again. Now my mom didn't talk to me about it, so she probably just <laughs> she like, probably just kept it to herself. She probably kept it to herself. Hey mom, if stuff. you're watching mom, Megalodons are long prehistoric. They're dead, and mermaids still do not exist. So, um. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so th- these are out there now. Fake, fake documentaries. That's what I. Fake documentaries. But I, guess I, have, the, I have a problem with it. What? Because it's lying. Because they're lying. That's true. That's actually not exact. Well, no, that is what I was talking about. I don't know. Somewhere between that and a mockumentary. Mockumentaries so, are less believable. True. Like Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. Probably. Or, or it's more like a story or something. I feel like mockumentaries usually like. This I is guess Final Tap. Can, like, was the, like was the, uh, and God's or and God spoke. Yeah. Um, what's it? Uh, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Uh, Best in Show. Love all of those movies. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wait. Back to Katy Perry. Yeah. Back to Katy Perry. By the way, Katy Perry keeps it real. She does keep. She's yeah. She's she's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if like. I'm not mega into the music. I mean, but it's not bad. Not bad, it's not great, but I like the fact that she writes it all herself. Yeah, I mean, I like from at least how however much I can believe the movie that she made. That uh, yeah, she seems she seems pretty legit. Yeah. So we gotta give it a rating. Yeah. What are you giving it? Eight. You giving it an eight? That's pretty high. Um, it's the highest I've ever given any movie. I think. I mean, so I liked Katy Perry from it, but I didn't think that the I mean, the movie was good and information and documentary style, but like. On a scale of that I would watch it again, I think I'm going to give it a six. Uh, oh, so I thought I thought that wasn't it. I thought seven was recommend recommending. I didn't know we had to watch it again. At no, eight. well, no, I mean... I would no, recommend I, this movie to many people. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would recommend... Like, so yeah, five would be... Below five, I wouldn't rewatch it. 
above five, I would rewatch it. Uh, I'm, like, I'm not going to rewatch it, but I'm going to recommend this because it's not like a movie. I, there's no subtext to it. That's true. But I would definitely want other people to watch it because I feel like it's it's a good it's story. It's an eye opener. It's an eye opener. That's true. Well, all right. I'm gonna revise it. Seven. Eight seems ridiculous. Seven. Eight is pretty high. Seven. I know. Seven. I mean, because like I liked Katy Perry, but just as a movie, I don't think it wasn't. It didn't break any rules. Yeah. Or ground, it wasn't groundbreaking in any way. The content was good and stuff, but I can't like a documentary would have to do a lot to be like a highly rated movie. Hoop for Dreams, me. Thin Blue Line, uh, High School. These are all like tens in the. Are those That's documentaries? Like, yeah, those are all. I oh. I did I studied film. Those oh, yeah. are great documentaries. I haven't seen them. Okay, well six and seven. So six point five is our final thing. And by the way, there's only one up there now, but I'm going to be linking straight to the uh, review roulettes on our website, freshroomparlance.com. And uh, we're gonna have all the uh, episodes and stuff on there. They're not quite there. It's getting there, but gonna happen. Yeah. So, so please go to www.freshroomparlance.com yeah. or visit us on Facebook, Fresher and Parlance, the Fresher and Parlance Show, or we can be yeah. reached directly at Fresh and Par at Twitter. Yeah, I mean it's not that. It's at just Fresh and Fresh and Par. At Fresh and Par. Or if you just want to email us, Parlance at Fresher and Parlance.com. Or Fresher at Fresher and Parlance.com. Either one works. Email us. We'd be love to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, and we'll, we'll take we'll take the requests for talking about stuff. Yeah, we need more of that. We need some uh, lead emails. That would be cool. I mean, well, we 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 never run on stuff like you know, we're already. Yeah, over well over. But by yeah. the way, Katy Perry keeps it real. Fresher Parlance keeps it way yeah. real. I mean, we, this footage is going in our um, your comments. If you did, it's going to be in our documentary in ten years when like. Yeah, they showed a lot of Twitter little on the bottom of the screen. People, yeah, like Twitter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be on here if like you could get a, get in fast before we're too popular. <laughs> but but here's the thing. But even though we're popular, yeah, we will always remember you. That's true. Yeah, because we keep it real too. Not the people later. Just this. Just this. this just so you. basically, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Tom and my parents. Yeah. So, um, so let's let's. Oh, Tom says our rating of eight is jaw dropping. So. Well, yeah, Tom, it's revised. It's I revised, revised it to seven. Yeah. I revised to seven. But Tom, if you watch it, you will have a new. Here's the thing: it it, it wasn't such a great documentary, but it changed my perspective on how I felt about a person. Like Mitt, <laughs> yeah. Rock, but here's the thing. Oh yeah, the Mitt. That, that like here's was... a good example: Mitt. Yeah, I feel like as a documentary, that one was probably produced better. Probably. But I still hated the fucker afterwards. Whereas <laughs> I this know, he still seemed he's still it was a robot. Like, yeah, he was, didn't yeah. Really seem cool. Yeah. Whereas this one, like, even though it was like it, it, I felt like, oh, she, I could, I could get behind that. Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, that's not what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, we didn't talk about. Uh, I mean, I thought so. I didn't recognize Katy Perry at the start or whatever, and like. I like her way better with light hair, by the way. I didn't like her natural dark hair color. And she looks better on stage than I thought in uh, with all her stuff on. She wears a lot of makeup. Yeah. She had, she had a lot of looks. But anyways. So we're picking the next movie. Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, we're going to do Rotten Tomatoes in InstaWatcher, which is a great site if you haven't seen it. And I didn't know that um, it also lists the shows that are... Um, New on Netflix. Yeah, new and and also what's being queued with it. So you could literally find out what people have queued in the last fifteen minutes. 
Yeah. You can also look at what's been queued in the, like, what's hot over the last 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, it's pretty useful. It's a great site. Yeah, I mean, we're plugging it. Yeah, we're, we're not even getting anything for it. Have we ever got anything for anything? Uh, we've made, like, 60 cents on ads. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So if you want to donate, by all way. Oh, I'm going to put a donate button on the site. There it is. We accept Bitcoin, and also we'll take Maze coin. Oh, no, your battery's going to die. Oh, no, I thought I plugged in. Did we not plug in? I don't know. I gave you the cord. I was supposed to plug in. Hurry up, get it. It's going to shut down. Okay, we need, we need to pick the movie. Pick the movie. <laughs> All right, did you pick one? I mean, select your thing? I did. I already know uh, what it is. Okay, choose a random title. Uh, okay, I got Heartlands. I've heard of that. I have Timer. Uh, this one is 90 minutes. Believing he's uh, learning... Wait, wait. Believing he's leading a happy life. Nebish Colin. What? I don't know. Is shocked and upset to discover that his wife, who has been two-timing Colin with his flashy captain of a neighborhood dart team, what? Is leaving him hoping to win back the woman he loves. Colin jumps on the scooter and sets off to pursue in pursuit. I'm horrible at reading. You are really bad at reading. His, I it's understand. kind of far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I well, don't know about this movie. Here's it the, seems okay. What's yours? Timer. You just zoomed, I saw. I, didn't, I don't have zoom because Max don't do touch All right, yet. Fine, fine. Max don't I'll do go touch small. Yet. I'm going small. <laughs> In this comedic fantasy, science is facilitated. Wait, what? In this comedic okay, fantasy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Are you saying I mumble? <laughs> I don't know. I was just interrupting. I've been accused of mumbling. No, you accuse yourself. I feel like I mumble. I think I talk, maybe it's, maybe it's talk, fast talking and people don't hear enunciation. In this comedic, I'm sorry, in this comedic <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> science has facilitated the search for a soulmate via biotechnological implants Ooh, that count down to the moment one is supposed to meet his or her match. But Una, Emma Caulfield, Ooh, is, that's my uh, niece's name. Is Una? Yeah. O-O-N-A? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> is worried. She's nearly 30 and her timer isn't ticking yet. Will her dream guy get snatched up by someone else? Oh, shit. John Patrick Amadori co-stars in this film from first-time writer-director Jack Schaefer. I think we got to go with mine because I couldn't I understand. I think so, too. I couldn't understand a word you said. It's read it again. Read dumb. it again. All right, all right, all right. Let me, uh... Believing he's leading a happy life, and then I couldn't read his name, like, Nebish Colin Laws is shocked and upset to discover that his wife who's been two-timing Colin with the flashy captain of his neighborhood darts team, is leaving him. Hoping to win back the woman he loves, Colin jumps on his scooter and sets off in pursuit. But his uh, eventful road trip soon has an unexpected transformative effect on him. Ugh. The yeah. only thing that interests me was dart team. I know, dart team was like, what? That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that yeah, we're going with yours. Timer. All right, so uh, Timer. Next Time week. Out. Okay, well, uh, send me the link. You're going to put it on the doc. So uh, that's that's the show. That is the show. This so, is the... Oh, we need to... Um, I, we may, here's the thing. What? We may have a guest next week. Oh, yeah. Because you're out. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out next week. It could be a guest host. We may Another have... new thing. We're going... This is like the first new thing we've done doing this together one. I think it's, I think it's going pretty good, personally. I think so, too. Although I, I feel like I'm not looking at you enough, America... Or I'm, Tom. I'm looking at the... <laughs> I'm checking my lab and checking the tweets and yeah. doing stuff, but I, I think it works pretty good. I think it works fine. So 
Um, Mr. Fresher may not be around next week, so we were thinking of potentially bringing in guest host. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to do that or not because I'm, frankly, uncomfortable yeah. with doing that because it wouldn't be a fresher on Parland show. I'd though. like to see how, how it pans out. I know you would like happens. to see it would pan out, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable That's doing cool. that. Um, so we'll see. Maybe we'll have a show next week. Maybe we won't. Um, in any case, uh, we will be back either next week or the week after. Yeah, and we will, we'll, we'll be back. We will be back. Like, what's the, who said that? Um, MacArthur. Wait, wasn't it? Douglas um, MacArthur. I thought it was Terminator. No, that's I'll be back. Oh. In World War II, Douglas MacArthur was in the Pacific Islands, and he said, we will be back. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, it's happened. History lesson. History lesson. <laughs> yeah. This week on Parland <laughs> Teaches Fresher About the World, <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know if Douglas MacArthur said that, so just... Just, we'll just, it's, okay, yeah. well, it sounded like you were pretty sure. I was pretty sure. Tom could probably verify that. Yeah. I'm um, surprised he hasn't tweeted about it yet. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, do you have anything else for this uh, week? I think we're good. But... I think we're good. So, this is Parland saying toodaloo. And Fresher signing out. And we got a high five. Oh, yes. Wait, where's Ooh. Merlin? Oh, oh Merlin. Merlin. Hey, look, Merlin's been here the whole time. He says hi. Goodbye. I Ooh. like the